0: Peace and like, this is episode 42 of the Love Siree Podcast. My name is Strees. I want to welcome everybody back. If you haven't already, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. This is on all streaming platforms. So, wherever you're listening, please subscribe, share, like, and comment. Oh, you know what to do. I appreciate y'all, the ones that do it every week. Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I want to apologize for not having a podcast for Monday. Uh, mentally, honestly, my mind just wasn't there. I was just dealing with uh, some personal stuff. And I didn't want that bad energy to transfer to the podcast. And that's just being completely honest. These holidays are always tough. And I was just having a moment. And uh, But I'm not there. I'm not there anymore. I'm out of that moment. You know, I always say don't stay in that moment. Feel what you feel and get out of there. So... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with me, all the support, everybody that checked in on me. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to give a shout out to everybody, honestly, that has, or that is dealing with, um, or just everybody who the holidays are tough for because they, uh, because of a loss of a loved one or you just not being around family or, you feeling like you're alone, whatever it is, uh, the holidays can be tough. The holidays aren't just happy, go lucky for everybody. And uh, I think it's important that we acknowledge that I know, you know, it's uh tis the season and snow and presents and which is, I think it's all a scam by the way. You know, one day I'm going to start like a side podcast of like just conspiracy theories I have, but It's like for all the weirdos out there like me. But anyway, um, I think it's just uh, important to acknowledge that these holidays are tough. These holidays aren't just happy-go-lucky for everybody. And that's why you should just check on your friends uh, and check on the people you care about that have lost loved ones or that are alone. Um, I've said multiple times on this podcast how I'm uh, completely and eternally grateful to be around. Uh, people I consider friends and family. And that's important because over the years, over the past four or five years, I've been here and I felt I didn't have family and things like that, which I've already explained. But uh, just check on your people. Check on your people. Uh, holidays can be tough for a lot of people, especially ones that have lost a parent or a loved one that you can never imagine having any day without them without them, let alone holidays. So check on your friends, man. Check on your family. Check on people that, uh, that are by themselves, invite them over, do, even if they don't accept doing anyway, you know? So, yeah, I just want to, want to shout out to everybody. That's that's struggling these holidays. I feel you. And, uh, just another year to work through it. I get it. I really do. So I was talking with, friend earlier this week about how when we knew that Santa Claus was fake and all that, right? And <laughs> he was telling me how his parents never really let him believe in that. And he was saying how he probably won't let his kids believe in that. He has a little girl now and and now she's really small, so she doesn't know anything at all yet. But he's saying he's not gonna let her like fall into that, the whole Christmas and Santa Claus and all of that. He was bringing up how it's just creepy in general that that you get to sit on the old man's lap and and tell him uh, what you want for Christmas. And why is it up to him? If this fictional character you've been naughty or nice and all of that, uh, he just thought it was creepy. And once you look at it, I guess from a certain angle you can look at it and say it's creepy. I get it. Um, even, at a young age, I just kind of knew it was kind of Santa Claus is kind of bullshit. But there was a point that I did it. There was a point where my parents were leaving out the cookies and all that. But one year I was calling myself sneaking down, downstairs to go uh, see if any more presents were under there. And I see my dad like uh, crumbling the the cookie crumbs on the plate. And I'm just like, okay, this is, it's a scam. We didn't have the conversation or anything, but I just knew. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of figured this was fake. Um, <laughs> but he was talking about like the tooth fairy, and he was talking about uh, he he was he's really uh, annoyed by the whole elf thing and people moving the elves and all that. And I listen, I get it, um, but I think at the end of the at the end of the day, you just have to let kids be kids. Now that's just my personal opinion. And I wish the person I wish he could have came on the podcast, but you know, it's another story. <laughs> you can't just uh you just always have to be prepared when things go south. But he was like, Yeah, he's just not I'm saying you just have to let kids be kids. That's what I'm saying. You have to let kids be kids. You can't put all this uh society pressure on them about, uh, the government and money and what, I mean, you can teach them. Yes, but kids need to be kids. Kids need to, uh, experience a childhood where it's just carefree and they're just worried about love and happiness and their friends and stuff like that. You can't put too much on kids. And I think if you try to explain to them, like he was getting deep how, um, he was like, yeah, they're just, they're about to give us $600 for the stimulus check. Right and he's like hey, yeah this is all right before tax time we're just going to dump all this money back into the economy and they are just i was like yeah but you can't put that on your kids like your kids not going to understand that <laughs> I feel look I don't have kids so let's let me start there I don't have kids so I'm probably I'm not the one to speak about this but I'm just saying I don't know how I would have taken it if my, my parents tried to explain to me how corrupt the government is and all of this shit Like, I don't know. I I just think there's a point in there's a time and place for everything. And to add on to this whole $600 stimulus check thing, listen, um, I think it's clear. They don't give a shit about us, whatever. Uh, I don't understand how they, the 1200, the 1200 didn't help. So what is 600 going to do? I really think they're just trying to, this is just my personal opinion and I'm not trying to make this a political podcast, obviously, I think they're really just trying to recoup all the money they gave away during the unemployment. You know, the extra money people were getting for unemployment. I think they're really trying to find a way to recoup all that. I don't know how lessening that does, lessening the amount does that, but I'm haven't really fully researched. But I just think, I think they're like, we gave y'all too much money already. So here, take it or leave it. Like you're going to take it regardless, right? Now of course, we're going to take it. Of course, gonna take the 600. But what is $600 going to do for anybody? Like what is it going to do? For the people that have the kids, Uh, I mean, this being, I don't, listen, I would like to think people are saving money for their kids, but I know some people that just took the money and pocketed all of the money with all the kids they have because <laughs> you get it per spouse and per children and all that. Listen, I don't, I just think it's a, I kind of think it's a slap in the face. Like six, what is $600 going to do in today's economy? Like what, I mean, maybe it can help on a few bills, I guess. I mean, grocery, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, If there was a a perfect world, everybody would, you know, spread the money out how uh, responsibly and all of that. But you don't know what people have. You don't know what bills people have. You don't know what people are going through. $600 is a slap in the face. It's ridiculous. They're saying the hell with us, the hell with you guys, take it or leave it. And it's ridiculous. Now, I just saw something talking about Trump was like trying to. Uh, block it and say he won't approve it until it's $2,000. And I don't trust that either. I mean, it sounds nice, but I just think this, uh, (laughs) this government is fucked up, man. It's bad. It's really, really bad. The, the fact that they're going to, the fact that they think that's okay, like they've been arguing all this time to come up with $600 I I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Now I can be ungrateful. And thankfully, 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 I'm not in a position where I even need $600. And and I'm really grateful for that. I'm very grateful for that. But I know people that have lost their jobs that are getting evicted. And $600 is not going to do anything for them. It's not. It's just not. So I don't know, man. I, I just think we're, we got this thing all backwards as far as this whole government shit. I think it's, I think it's a complete slap in the face. Like here you guys go the hell with it and make this last. I think it's ridiculous, completely ridiculous, but uh, look, I want to get off this uh, morbid topic. <laughs> yeah. Like the government really doesn't care. They really don't. Like, it's just, it's wild. Um, probably one of the highlights of my week was watching Pharrell, one of my favorite, my favorite producer artists just ever, um, on this podcast called the drink champs with Nori and DJ EFN. And he's Pharrell's mind should just be like in a, in a museum somewhere. Like, <laughs> like when Pharrell's gone from this, earth, like if we could just somehow recreate his mind into, um, some type of form where we can read it or see it. Like he's just incredible, but his music will live on. His interviews will live on, of course, but he's just, he's just one of the few people that I'd really like just hang on to every word. He's just one of those, those minds that always seem to be, they always seem to say the right thing. And there were things that I've, I've, I've disagreed with him about, Um, he said some comments in the past that I've disagreed with, but just probably just from a musical standpoint alone, I just, I don't think he can do any wrong. Even things where he's taking chances on and people kind of look at it as weird. It became the sound, his own sound, him and Chad of the Neptune. It just became their own sound and they spread it to so many people. Like it's crazy. And they stayed themselves. They didn't try to be anybody else. They stayed true to what they feel sounds great. And people gravitated to it. And to hear all the stories about him writing songs for Michael Jackson and Prince and them not liking it or them liking it, just saying it wasn't for them. And it's just kind of crazy. Like the fact that he wrote front for Prince was insane to me. I didn't know that. Like he wrote front for Prince like this. <laughs> Like, that's crazy. He wrote Senorita for Michael Jackson, like, but they were just like, yeah, I like it. But, but then these came to be some of the biggest songs ever. So it just, it, that's just a testament to how innovative they are and how, when everybody saying they're taking risks, they're like, no, we're just making music. Like, we're not trying to be anybody else. We're not trying to uh, compete with anybody else. We're just doing, we love to make music. And I think that's just uh incredibly dope, man. It's just so dope to see his evolution of as an artist. Uh, it's incredible. And I've had the chance to meet him a few times and not really talk to him like I want to, but I've had the chance to meet him a few times and he couldn't be, couldn't have been much of a greater person. It's a great guy, just really, uh, smart man. And just really in tune with himself and the world. And, um, He's one of like my musical musical uh, uh, inspirations. He really is. I I always say Pharrell shaped how I listen to music and um, watching that interview really led me to start thinking a lot about the podcast and start. And I just started to brainstorm about how I want to give my favorite artists their flowers and how I wanted to acknowledge them and acknowledge how great they are. I know there's a lot of people that do that, but there's a lot of our legends are dying, man. And I I just don't I just want to give my proper respects to some of my favorite artists while they're still alive. Those are here and those that aren't. In general, I just want to give give them their flowers. So I've been brainstorming and talking with some people about how I want to do that with the podcast and how I want to. Um, really break down their careers and break down their styles. And when it, at the end of the day, all I know, all I love is music. So I really want to incorporate that uh, with the podcast and continue to just push forward with things that I like and things that I'm interested in. Let me know how you feel about it. Uh, and a lot of people have been giving me um, suggestions as well. Uh, So I I write everything down, everything I say, I write it down, everything I brainstorm, I write it down. So I have a ton of things I just need to put in motion and stop being scared and just put them in motion and start doing and uh, let the chips fall where they may. But I definitely, the first one I definitely want to do is with Pharrell, that's for sure. Uh, I could probably do Kanye with my brother Dario, uh, even though Kanye is not my favorite person right now. Just from a musical standpoint, I could, me and Dario could break down Kanye all day. Um, but yeah, that's just an idea I have. Um, but uh, shout out to Pharrell for just that inspiration, man, that he really has some gems in that, uh, in that interview. And I want to play a little clip from that interview. And I hope it finds you well like it did me. Here's Pharrell.
1: God is the greatest. Because what I was told today you know, by my uncle who's a bishop, he said, you know what? Like, it doesn't, like, your bad mistakes or your bad decisions or whatever it is that makes you human, God ain't gonna give up on his purpose for you. Whatever God has for you, Mm. he gonna see to it that that happens because that's for him. Mm. And whatever lessons that you have to incur because you've made bad decisions, that's on you. But whatever he has for you, no man, No situation. And not even the ill-informed or ill-instinct decisions that you make can get in the way of that. Mm. Because whatever fate has for you, fate has for you. Whatever God got for you, no man can get in the way of. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when you said, can I give it up for myself? No, 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 no. I just want to take this time. I don't know how often y'all have done this, but... Man, I know there's alcohol in the room. I know there's weed in the room. And there are people who are going to have judgments by me saying this. Mm-hmm. But if you think God is only in the, in the church mm. and in the synagogue mm. and in the mosque, then you don't understand what this world is. You don't understand what this universe is. Mm. The universe is God, bro. We are inside God.
0: So, yeah, he's man, he's right. He's so right. It's just uh, God is everywhere. God is everywhere. Is it just growing up? You know, you only, they only talk to you like God was in one place. And it's like, no, God is everywhere. God is not, you don't have to go to the church just to see God. Um, the church is a place where we give thanks of course, but it's God is everywhere. God is not in just one place. And I think that's dope. That was so important. So important for him to say. Uh, that's not something I thought I needed to, uh, that's something that I didn't know I needed to hear until I heard it. So shout out to Pharrell man. Just great. Just really, really great. So yeah, I really, um, man, I really don't have that much else to talk about this year. I'm really not getting to all the, uh, the nonsense. I see a lot of celebrities doing a lot of giveaways for money. like just giving people money through cash app and, uh, all the celebrities delivering um, food to people. And uh, I see Beyonce uh, delivering like over 500,000 to people that are getting evicted. Um, it's, it's great. It's great, man. When God blesses you, you're supposed to bless others. And I think that's a perfect example of that. Uh, it's tough times, man. <laughs> it's tough times. It's a lot of people without, it's a lot of people that don't have anything. It's a lot of people that aren't, able to experience uh, the air quote happy holidays uh, it's a it's a lot of people struggling and uh, this year hasn't been easy on anybody but um, as i as I've always been told, somebody always has it worse than you uh, and it's an important to and it's important to acknowledge those people so uh, all the people that are doing that uh, even not celebrities, people that are not celebrities. That are uh, doing their part and in helping people and helping those in need. Uh, So that's really, really dope, and uh, it's it's great to see. It's really, really great to see. So um, with that being said, this was episode forty-two. I hope everybody's having as good of a holiday as they can. Um, Remember to just uh, be good to people, man, and be good to those around you. You know, treat other. Treat others with the way that you would want to be treated. That's, I know that's cliche and that's old school, but it's real and it's true. And, uh, thank you for continuing to stick with me through this podcast. Thank you for listening. Once again, please subscribe to anywhere where you can get podcasts, all streaming platforms. Please share, like, comment the whole nine. You know how we do. I love you guys. Happy holidays until Monday. I'll see you next time. This is the love story. Love.
1: Baby, I know you're used to
0: failures.